Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of our special mom boss series. I'm Ilaria. And I'm Daphne. And I do love these hyper-focused episodes where we get to highlight a mompreneur who took her passion and created a company out of a great idea. We talk to these moms and learn from them so that they can inspire us and hopefully inspire you too. Today's mom boss is April Gargiulo, the founder of Vintner's Daughter, an incredibly high quality skincare line, one that I absolutely love and have been using religiously for the past probably about three years. I have to say it really has been a life-changing thing in terms of how it makes my skin feel and look, and I just love this way that it smells. So she's a mom and an entrepreneur who parlayed her past experience as a winemaker to develop a successful beauty brand in an incredibly competitive market. Yes, we're going to dive into all about how she created her star product, how she built this company from the ground up, including getting through a lot of no's in the first place and ultimately an incredible yes, and what is on the horizon for her and how she looks at the ritual of beauty and self-care with high-quality products. All right, guys, so here's our conversation with April. I am April Gargiulo. I am the founder and CEO of Fitner's Daughter, and you can follow us on Instagram at Fitner's Daughter. As so many people have seen, not not only on my Instagram, but I've, over the all the interviews that I do, and when people ask me about my skincare routine, the one thing that I'm always like, I use Vintner's Daughter every single day. And Daphne was actually, this was before Mom Brain, um, but Daphne was there with one of my girlfriends around um, around our pool in the summer, and they were telling me about this active botanicals thing and it smells so good and it feels so good. And then I literally the next day I was like, I need to have this. And I went out and I tried it. By the way, without knowing what the benefits are, because it's such like just like this mysterious bottle. Right. And I was just like, all right, they like really da- like Daphne and my friend Aaron, they like really like it. So I'm gonna like it too. And I have literally used it every single day ever since. Like oh it's just one well, of these things. Is gorgeous. I will take I will take like a tiny, teeny bit of credit for that. No, but I think it has to do with the, you know, what you put and what you don't put on your skin, you know? But like every single morning and every single evening, I use Vintner's Daughter and it just smells good and it feels good. And when we came out here for quarantine, I didn't think right. we were gonna be here for the months right. and months and months and months that we were going to be. And so I just left with no makeup. I just, I had no makeup and I have obviously the Vintner's daughter. So all, in all of these different interviews that I've done and, and uh, recording for different shows out there, I don't have makeup, but I use Vintner's daughter. Well, thank you for all the love where we, we, so we're, I'm, I'm very, very appreciative. Um, and that is, I mean, that's actually how we've grown. We've never done a single bit of any kind of paid marketing right. at all and um, have 100% grown by what I call, um, I, you know, very gratefully, very joyfully, the girl, girlfriend to girlfriend, G to G, although we do have lots of, lots of men who also use Vintner's daughter. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've completely grown by, by word of mouth, by, which is really um, a reference to or a testament to the, the experience people have with Vintner's daughter, with active botanical serum, with active treatment essence. I think I mean, listen, we've all bought a hundred different products and probably still have them in our drawer or our, our medicine cabinet, right? That have promised something and never actually delivered. So, um, so to get to have, have been able to grow like that is something I'm really proud of. So yeah, it's absolutely one of those products that, um, I mean, I'm the first to admit that I get suckered in by any good like story, right? I love heritage. I love the idea of like 
leveraging some practice that people have been using for a thousand years, like anything with that kind of bulwark of of every, women have been happy using this or doing this for for a long time always gets me. But something that initially drew me into Vintner's Daughter and, and the story that you tell was the analogy to your experience in making wine and your experience, you know, using the resveratrol or it's, it's that sort of whatever the good compound that comes from grape skins and that has that sort of anti-aging skin replenishing, skin preserving and strengthening elements to it. I'd love if you would tell everyone who might not be familiar with your brilliant brand a little bit about that founder story and a little bit about, you know, where it all came from. Um, yeah. So uh, like you said, I mean, my family makes wine today in Napa Valley. So that's the world I come from. And, and Napa Valley um, is very much composed of of this this community of really audacious women and men who had this idea that they were going to put, I know, right. We all like those kind of people, right. (laughs) Um, who really had this idea that they were going to put Napa Valley on the map for the very finest wines in the world at a time when, um, the only wines that were being made in Napa Valley were sacrament wines, wine for religious services, right. They were not wines known to collectors, right. And so over the course of 50, 60 years, they set their minds to making, to turning Napa Valley into what it is today, this, this, this wine region known for some of the finest wines in the world. And they did that through this, this very kind of, um, um, intense commitment to quality and craftsmanship. And so that was this world that I grew up in, right? I was also somebody who struggled with my skin. I had cystic acne and discoloration and all the things that come along just as you get older and um, was using what I thought were the best products in the world. And, and they were certainly very expensive and they were spoken about often. And it wasn't until I was pregnant with my first daughter, a super familiar refrain for first time moms, right? We start looking at all the ingredients of everything. And so it wasn't until then that I started looking at the backs of these so-called, you know, these so-called luxury products I was using and looking at the ingredients and recognizing that these products were 0.01% active ingredient. The rest was filler. That filler was really low quality. And many times it was toxic to myself and to the environment. And so coming from where I was coming from, none of that lived up to what my idea of what true beauty or true luxury was, right? So I was coming from this world where you begin with the finest raw materials in the world and you honor those materials through very like thoughtful craftsmanship, methodical techniques. And then, you know, what, what comes out of that is something that's even greater than the sum of its parts. And so it was that same philosophical foundation of this, just like utter total commitment to quality and craftsmanship that I wanted to build a skincare company on. And to me, that again, that was true beauty. That was true luxury. And that was, was what I wanted to, um, you know, use as the genesis of Vintner's Daughter. Do you use some of the compounds from grapes to do it? We do a grapeseed oil, but it's not that we're necessarily using any of the, like, we're not using grape skin. So there's actually, um, um, the resveratrol that you had mentioned before is not actually one of our actives, but there are incredible um, uh, plant actives that that we are taking advantage of. So it's not an ingredient per se that we're kind of sharing with winemaking. It's much more of like, again, that philosophical foundation of never cutting corners or taking shortcuts. I understand. And also the hero product, right? Like to your point, part of putting Napa on the map was having a few really like heroes of standout wines that people would start to seek out and remember and know were locational. Yeah, that's actually, I've never thought about that. Napa, of course, is known for Cabernet. Um, and that's sort of the hero grape of Napa. I've never, yeah, that's a, that's a good analogy. I've never thought about that. <laughs> but, See, but, yeah. 
Way to see, mom brain, mom brain, right? Like I'm. <laughs> don't have to kill it. Don't have to kill it. Li- it lives on. It's gonna it keep really weaving in here. But um, but I do. One of the other things that I was always really drawn to, because again, I, I wanted, I wanted, I really crave that quality. I don't have any time to spare. So if I'm gonna invest in something, I need it to really deliver. My my version of that started with food. It started with paring down like the overwhelming, overwrought meals and really focusing on simple things done better. But I, one of the things that I really valued was you only had this one product for a really long time, which made made it clear that like you'd poured a lot into this one item. And but it also probably made it kind of risky. And since this this really fun special series we're running with Mom Brain Mom Bosses, which you are a part of, is focusing on kind of like the business building part of it. I would love if you chat chat a little bit about how you chose to go with one special product, how it's been scary or awesome, or like what that looked like for you. Well, okay, so now it's sort of what we we're heralded for, right? And it was certainly not an advantage at the beginning. By no means was it an advantage. Um, it made people not take us seriously. It made people think like, I don't even know where to put this in my routine. Retailers wouldn't mm-hmm. pick us up. Retailers would say, I don't even know how do I merchandise a single a single SKU. Like, how do I talk about a single SKU? When we launched, it was at the time of like sort of the apotheosis of the Korean skincare. You know, the fifteen twenty steps skincare. And Which I is was fun saying, too. <laughs> I, well, I yeah, had some of those that I loved. Yeah, <laughs> it's and it's and to me that's sort of like entertainment or like skin entertainment or something, right? That's like I maybe is that anyway? You you know I love what, it. I, you like, go with it. Go with it. I like I, it. I, I I don't know if it. I, I'm sure someone has skin or has has coined it before me to to apply it to something else. So anyway, we all know what I'm talking about. Like sitting in your bathroom, applying 20 different steps, right? And that's a moment. But for what I was, what I wanted were I wanted fewer products that would deliver more results. Because for me, for skincare, I believe the consistency is everything, right? And so the best thing you can do for your skin is can have a consistent routine, whether that is 20 steps nightly or two steps nightly. And so for me, new mom. Um, I wanted I, and a new mom that wasn't willing to sacrifice any performance whatsoever. I wanted the fewest steps possible with the most performance, right? Like I wasn't willing to compromise anything. And so when I would go to retailers and show them my one product, which is very unheard of in skincare, I mean, it, it doesn't, it still hasn't happened. Like it doesn't happen. Right. I, you know, like I said, I got told over and over again, like, Oh, call us. We love it. We want to bring it in. We don't know what to do with it. Call us when you've got three or four more products. Or, you know what, just like slap a label on like four or five other products. Doesn't even matter what they are. Oh, I've got wow. told that many times by wow. like people who had been in the industry for a very long time. And it was not easy. It wasn't hard. I mean, you know, listen, it was like getting doors closed in your face is not like super fun. But it also gave me resolve um, for the kind of company I wanted to build and the kind of products I wanted to make because I knew they didn't exist. And I knew that there were women like me out there who wanted quality over quantity, right? Who really valued that in their lives. So um, how did you overcome the people who were like door slamming, like come to us? I just kept coming back. I just don't take no for an answer. And I, 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 I believed so firmly in our product and what it could do for skin that for me, it was just like, they would say no, but for me, I would take it as sort of like a not yet. I just think, cause I knew they loved the product. It wasn't that they didn't love the product. It was that they just couldn't envision what, how they would talk about it or how they would sell it if it wasn't part of a system. Did you just go to small, like, I know I got it um, at a local place called Botanica, Botanica Bazaar. Botanica Bazaar. Oh, love I love those them. ladies. I know. I love them so much. I know. They're great. Yeah. And they're the really, those kinds of kind of small tastemaker taste boutiques with like a very 
um, um, like point, like real point of view is how we grew. It still makes up 99% of our, um, we're not in, in any big department stores. We're in Neiman Marcus online. That's the only kind of big department store that we're in. I've been using this for what, three years now and, and using it religiously. And I love the way that it makes my skin look. And I don't know what it's for. It's no, literally, I mean, it's like, yeah, so I mean, it smells good. It feels good. It gives me a glow, but I don't know. And I've recommended so many people because I love it, but I don't know what it's for. Okay. So you, you, you literally just encapsulated my entire storytelling marketing challenge. Like we, (laughs) we make really complex products, right? We are all used to skincare that is, that is, that is driven by marketing, not driven by skin. It's driven by marketing. And so they make it into these like very easy 140 character kind of ideas, right? Mm -hmm. This is hyaluronic. This is vitamin C. This, you know, these very easy, simple ideas. Anti-aging, lifting, right? Smoothing. Yes, Yes. Right. Right. All of it. And I'm saying I want it all in one. Like I, I, I'm not interested in buying your 10 products because like I can't, dis- I, I, it's not that I just need one of those things. I need it all. Right. And, and so it's about, so with active botanical serum and active treatment essence, what we really did was we really tried to understand nature and we really trying to harness nature because we know that our bodies, our skin is made from the same nutritive structures as many of the plants in nature. And so we found those plants, some of the most nutrient dense plants in the world, things that have been honored and revered since ancient times in medicinal worlds. And we take them in as we take them as whole plants. And so this is very, very unique. Most skincare is made with synthetics, is made with powders or extracts, right? We're starting with whole plants. And I compare it to this. And so maybe this will kind of illuminate the issue that you're kind of trying to like understand what it does, right? And it's bigger than just one little thing. But here, here's a good example of what I always give. Take a meal replacement bar right? Meal replacement bar. It's been made in a lab. It's got all the vitamins and minerals, all synthetic. It's in a plastic package. It can sit on a shelf for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Mm. Now imagine that beautifully prepared plate of food, right? That all those ingredients are locally grown by farmers that are consciously growing these in the height of season. We know which one of those services your skin better. We're giving the skin everything it needs to do its job better, right? Your skin is already creating balance. It's already dealing with oxidation and antioxidants. It's already dealing with like brightening and renewal and cellular renewal and regeneration. It's already doing all of those things. We are giving everything it needs to do it more effectively and more efficiently. All that water-soluble nutrition is what gives your skin hydration. All that oil-soluble nutrition is what gives your skin moisture. So often in the U.S., we talk about hydration and moisture as being the same, but they're different. Hydration is water and moisture is oil. Oil is there to maintain the hydration in your skin, right? And so we have created two steps that give you very deep hydration and very and very strong protective moisture. It's kind of like shampoo plus conditioner. Shampoo plus conditioner never works as well as when you use a distinct shampoo step and a distinct conditioner step, right? That's the way we're looking at it. We want a distinct hydration step to be able to go really deep with hydration. And then we want this like very full coverage, very protective, powerful moisture step. No, it's very true. I mean, I, I started using, um, I'm saying it right, the the essence. No, wait, what's the what's yeah. the one that- Active yeah. treatment essence. Yep. Active, active treatment essence. I started using, when did you come out with it? Because I feel like that's when it happened, like a year ago, two years ago? About a year yeah. ago, yeah. A year ago. So a year ago. And it's almost like, am I, am I correct for those of us who do not think about the things in the way that you think, although you just changed the way that I think about skincare right now, (laughs) but, but it's, it's almost like a toner. 
Correct. Yeah, well, so that's so that's sort of it is your toner step. Let it's me your say toner it like step. That. Okay. It is your toner step, although it is so much more. So a toner right. is base level. A toner is there to put it's alcohol to set and your, plates. Well, to set your skin to a right to the right pH, so that okay. the things that follow it can can be absorbed in your skin even better. Right. So that's that's ultimately the the function of a toner. So that is the baseline of what active treatment essence does. It is then like this incredible hydrator. It is this brightener. It has vitamin C in it. It has plant stem cells for for um, helping to firm your skin, microalgae and probiotics for really helping to strengthen and revitalize the skin, and then microexfoliators to help um, spur cellular regeneration. So you're supposed to use that before the other yes. before the serum. Okay, that's what so I'm doing. So active treatment essence. That's your hydration step. Right. And it also has hyaluronic. I forgot hyaluronic. So really nice plumping and mm-hmm. those like, and has apple pectin. So it's humectants that are constantly drawing more moisture from the air or more hydration. See, I, I even do it more hydration from the air to your skin. Um, and then you apply your moisture step, which is in our case, active botanical serum. And it has, it has apple cider vinegar in it. Cause that's what it smells like. Here's what it has. So we do our own fermentation step. So, you know, if we had added apple cider vinegar step, um, just added apple cider vinegar, it'd be in my mind kind of like taking a shortcut. So we do our own fermentation process, which lasts about 14 days. So every bottle of active botanical serum takes 21 days to make. Every bottle of active treatment essence takes about 35 days to make. Um, And industry average is six hours or less. So, yeah. So it's another kind of point of wine making. (laughs) Right. But right. Exactly. But it's true. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. So, you know, I, when I went to labs to try to get these formulas made, they all, they really like laugh me out of the building. Like you are crazy. Like we've never made anything that's over six hours. But again, talk about that because as a, as a, I'm, I'm, I'm presuming that you're a first time beauty entrepreneur. So I think a lot of people have been like, well, the experts say I can't, or the experts say I can't make money if I do it this way, or if I take this step for quality or whatever, like, how did you push Absolutely. back on that? And how did you have the the balls to be like, no, no, like I yeah. need this? Um, what was that like? Well, it was all about, it was all about Napa, right? So it's, I mean, naivete, yes, but also context. So I'm coming from a place where it takes three years to make a bottle of wine, right? I'm looking at them saying, guys, we're going to make the finest skincare in the world and it's only going to take three weeks, right? And, um, and, and then recognizing them, they would kind of come back to me and say, no, gosh, that's not the way it's done. You use this extract, you use this powder, you use this synthetic, trust us, you know, it's cheaper, it's faster. And they would start pulling already made products off the shelf and they would just encourage me to just kind of add a different scent, right? Like use this base and just add your secret ingredient or your special ingredient in your scent and then put a label on it, go. And that I think is part of why you have been able to have this incredible word of mouth brand that was built um on on that sharing of the results that that you achieved by having that commitment to quality what 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 would you say was the moment you realized you'd hit on something after all these like roadblocks and hurdles and things you had to fight with people about like when did you think wow i really have created a splash in a in a highly saturated beauty industry there's been lots of moments right i mean this is a moment that i'm sitting here talking to you guys is extraordinary this was supposed to be my side hustle when my kids were asleep <laughs> and um and i was as happy as when we sold 30 bottles a day as when we have sold 3000 bottles a day and uh, and i feel really fortunate to still feel very um you know um passionate about what we're doing but i mean we've had moments when was it last year? I guess it was last year when Lady Gaga was at the at the Oscars performing, you know, performing the song. 
And um, Sarah Tano, her incredible makeup artist, was was had used Vintner's daughter on her. So I'm, you know, I'm watching the Oscars and I'm knowing that that like she's wearing Vintner's daughter, and that was so exciting. And then literally that same night, I get an email from a woman in um, I think it was North Dakota, and she said, you know, she said I'm in my 70s, and I want to tell you that me and my bridge group have been using Vintner's daughter, and we all agree we've we've never had we've never had better That's skin, awesome. right? Right. So it was this, I mean, that's that just these kind of bookends of a moment It was extraordinary. And then, you know, early on we had, we had an article from into the gloss and the, the article was, um, um, the kind of how we got there and how they found us. I didn't have a publicist or PR or anything like that. And so they were doing this story on, they were doing the story, here we go on winemaking and skincare. And, um, and I called them up and, and I said, gosh, you know, I don't think we're right for this because it's not like we have winemaking ingredients in our, you know, in our formula. It's more about this philosophical foundation. You know, when I get off the phone and I think, oh my gosh, I just talked myself out of into the gloss. What have I, what am I thinking? And then, you know, two or three weeks later, I'd sent the, you know, I'd sent them product and kind of given them an overview of, of what it was all about. And they published a story called the face oil to end all face oils. And, um, that was when it really became easier with retailers. That was when they started to really understand, okay, maybe there's something here. Um, and I don't need 10 other products to go right. along. I, it, that definitely, that makes sense. That like really is what I think that your product does is I feel like, and I never thought of this, but, but if something is happening while you put it on, it's not just, mm. okay, I put this on and then my skin is hydrated until I either wash it off or it gets like old throughout the day. But literally right. some some either plumping or rejuvenating or nurturing the, right. the, the plate, the plate that comes from yeah. the garden as it's you're talking food. about. It's the food. It's, the food. Yeah. it's food. It's food for your skin. And that that makes that makes a whole a whole lot of sense. I know you probably can't tell us, but like, are you like coming out with more products or no? Only because I don't even well, know what I want you to make, but like, I just well, like your product so much that I want you to make more. I was just going to ask what, 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 what you would want. And, um, you know, for us, we have such a high bar for what a product has to do for the skin. Like it really has to offer transformational results. Um, and we don't come out with products often, as you know. So, but that doesn't mean we're never going to. I would love every day I am gratefully on this planet. I need a body, something for my body right. um, as much as I do my face. Um, and so I would love a body that treats lips. Lip stuff. Lip, this is, okay, lip. so this is this is what I noticed. So I am somebody, I have a horrible, horrible habit of biting my lips. It's like I'm like a child, bite my lips. It's my, like when it's you're my, nervous or something. No, I just do it all the time. I don't know. I'm okay. like always playing with my lips. I, I don't know. Okay. I've, I've, I'm 36 years old, haven't figured it out, been doing it forever. But like I just play around with my lips a lot, which is not good. And they get very dry. Um, and when I put the, the, my Vintner's daughter on my face in the morning at night, your lips just feel so good. So you could oh, yeah, do I was that. Say put more lip on. A lip's a no, good idea. I like no, that. I do that. But I also love the idea of throughout the day as I continue to I chew on my lips of like doing something and then having that be there because it just feels okay. so good. Noted. Noted. Daphne, can, what, Daphne, what's can your I ask you one last question, actually? I, I, because I do, you mentioned that this was supposed to be your side hustle. Well, the kids were asleep. And obviously now it's a lot more than the side hustle. And especially once you create Alaria's lip balm, it's going to be like, you know, <laughs> this, this much bigger. Um, I just, I, you know, it's it's so exciting. And it's something that I know a lot of, um, I know a lot of women are really excited about like owning something that's theirs that they created. And it is it has, I'm sure, become another baby of yours. So how do you, how do you make the time? Like how do since it's now no longer something you can only do when the kids are asleep, how do you do it all? 
I mean, listen, I have a lot of help. I have an amazing husband. I have an amazing team. I have kids that are proud of what I'm doing. Like we talk about it and we talk about the kind of choices and the priorities that I have and, and how I have to kind of think about things. Um, but ultimately, it, it, you know, it's discipline, right? It's about establishing your priorities and laddering back up to them. Um, it's, it's sort of boring and, and old fashioned, but I mean, ultimately it's, it is, it's, it's, it's discipline and, and really like understanding what you want and not to say that things don't kind of like shift and change, but it's being very intentional about understanding what those priority, priorities are and really making them, making them just that. One of our favorite, um, founders we had on a while ago, Reagan Moya Jones, who created Aiden and an A back in the day and now has a really mm. cool, um, moonshine business actually um she <laughs> oh, she nice. shared that like her wind down was i think like a, three glasses of champagne every night like that was her go-to what's your wind down what's your and not just like tea, tea tea it's my wind up in the morning it's my wind down at night like tea is one of those things that for me is um um like a real moment of connection for me to to myself to the plant world um I, I, I'm, I'm a total tea fanatic. It's, it's actually not good. Like I drink tea more than I drink water. So I, you know, that's my dirty secret also. Hair and scalp. See, you know I what? Now you're just open. Look at you. Uh, no, I know. No, by the way, we DM, we DM, oh, we DM this. on Instagram and you just, you just opened up a whole big disaster oh, with me. No, please, please keep it coming. I love that. Um, wait, there's a great product I just tried recently for hair and scalp. I got it at Goop. It, it's um, Christopher Robin. Robin, Robin. Yes. She loves the, his the, stuff. Like salty scrub stuff. Okay, my, I bought it and I didn't get to use it because my husband stole it. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Well, go, go steal it back. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go steal it. You'll like it. You'll like it. It's good. Um, well, I love the rituals of self-care wherever we can find them because I do think it's something – it yes. just gives you a moment to pause. And I think even if you keep it simple, even if you keep it really streamlined, it's still – I I am a firm believer that it is much as it is as much about the intention and the practice of giving yourself that moment as it is about you know the excellent product you're using as well. Um, so we love you and we thank you so much for spending this time with oh, us. Thank Very you grateful. too so much. I'm so appreciative. Mom, so that was such an inspiring conversation with April. It's so so cool to me to get to meet the founders behind brands that I love and. To especially to hear about, you know, her commitment to quality, her understanding of, uh, you know, certainly I think a lot of us have had this experience where becoming moms made us that much more committed to really treating our bodies well and and surrounding ourselves with, you know, with the highest quality items we can find. Um, and that just, that felt so resonant to me. And I love not only being able to break into the beauty industry where I do think there's a lot, there is a tendency to have a lot of like unnecessary things and a lot of filler things and to get, just get down to the quintessential best of elements and, and to do it in a way that really makes women feel beautiful. Um, I think is such a cool story. And, and she's so like, just effervescent. I I just like was really, I, I, there were points in the conversation. I apologize. I was sitting back really just enjoying myself. So great. Good. I'm so glad I'm hosting. This. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing great. We're doing great. One of the things that I love about Vintner's Daughter is that it, we don't have to worry so much because you just know that those, that's going to be those pure ingredients and those pure ingredients, as she was saying, do nurture your skin and, and nourish your skin like a plate of really fresh food as she was talking about it. So that, that, that helps. And by the way, you know, I always want to know what everything is for. And the fact that this just, I've just been obsessed with it. And I'm like, I don't know what it does, but it's like really, really amazing. And now, and now I know. 
So, so that was a really, that was a really great, um, episode and, um, and, and not just to, not just about her products, but just about how she refused to kind of change her product and sort of be a sellout and cheapen things just in order to be able to sell things that that really wasn't her goal. Her goal was to produce something of the highest quality that she knew how and, and she did it and, and it's, it's been a tremendous success. So anyway, no, very inspiring. Okay, guys, that's it for us for today. We hope that April's story inspired you to go out and act on that idea that maybe you've been sitting on if you should pursue and pursue it in as ethical of a way as April did. Go out and be a mom boss. Woo! That's right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're all we're all mom bosses in our own way, but I do – I just love these episodes. I, I always learn so much. Very inspiring. A lot of people ask ask me. I know they ask you. They're like, how do you do it all? And I think that, you know, the idea that anyone does it all makes you feel like crap because you know it's not possible. You know there are sacrifices that are made along the way. You know things fall by the wayside. You know that there are only 24 hours in the day and you have to allocate that time to the things that you choose to do and the things that you love to do, hopefully. And then, yes, the things that you have to do. And I just really appreciated that she was honest in in that, like, you know, she's really diligent and structured and organized and, and you know, respectful of her time and the way that she organizes it throughout the day. But also that, you know, she doesn't she doesn't uh, try to, you know, stress herself out by thinking she has to do it all herself, which I really did appreciate. Now it is officially that is it for our episode. <laughs> and you guys know I'm going to tell you again because it does really make a huge difference. If you love listening to these episodes, please go ahead and give us a five-star review and write us a little review and let us know what you love best or what you're thinking about after the episode. It really helps us out and makes us really excited to see that it is, uh, it's hitting home with you. And of course, we love when you share us with your friends. And also don't forget to email us mombraidpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and find us on, on all social outlets as, as Mombrain so that we can be just one big happy tribe all together. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.